Hey, Dom Day fans, Coombs Corner here. Got a question? If you want to take a chance, lay it on after the beep. Hello, Coombs. Lester here. Glad I got through. You might want to think about getting a second line. Anyway, I, uh, Coombs, I, uh, I want to, uh, preface my, uh, my question to you, uh, with a, with a memory. Uh, you and I, uh, lived about five miles apart from each other in La Belle Provence, uh, Montreal in the late eighties. It's, uh, I'm thinking 87 to 89. It was a, a bit of a blur, but, uh, you know, as, as you recall, Coombs, I mean, you and I did all we could to assimilate into, uh, Societe de Francaise. And, uh, I mean, you know, come on. I mean, we, we knew the signs, you know, Nord, Sud, Est, Quest, uh, the, the red hexagon or ret, stop. Uh, you know, I mean, we, you know, we, we'd go to Habs games. Uh, we could order, no problem ordering food, you know, it was, uh, de beer, uh, de hot dog, s'il vous plaît. And, uh, you know, as, as I said, I mean, we, we gave it all, we gave it all. And, uh, um, you know, nobody could ever question our, our, uh, our, uh, wanting to assimilate. But, uh, one of the, one of the memories too was, uh, you know, going to the, the Grand Prix, uh, Grand Prix de Montréal. Uh, Friday morning, uh, the metro, the subway, it's like a train that goes underground for those that don't know. Uh, you know, you, you know, we're on the train, people going to work, we're going down to the Friday qualifying and get carried away. And then, then you know, all of a sudden we'd yell, a rat, we missed our stop. And, uh, you know, we'd have to get off at the next stop, go back and, uh, we would finally make it to Il Notre Dame and, Anyway, uh, I digress, uh, Coombs. I uh, just wanted to, uh, um, you know, my, my question is related to that would be, you know, it's been a long time and the rest of the country is, uh, is, has uh, bilingualized over the years. And, and uh, I, I just wondered if you felt that we should bring it to the, uh, the God's attention that uh, perhaps we, we, we uh, uh, bilingualize, uh, Dom Day. I mean, you've got the, the field banners, uh, you know, uh, La Parc, uh, case. Uh, we've got the programs. We've got the, uh, the trophies. We've got the different venues. And, uh, you know, it m might be a good idea to, to, uh, to finally, uh, bilingualize everything. I mean, I see nothing wrong with, uh, Friday night at, uh, Le restaurant de Ramos, uh, Le Steaks de Windy Jim. Uh, you know, on the Saturday, we've got the Partie de Blender avec Tink. Anyway, uh, you know, I, I, I know, I know, you know, the, the one friend I had, uh, over that I made in Montreal, uh, in the time I was there, I uh, would always describe my 87 triumphs to him as La Coupe de Mop. And, uh, you know, it, it's got a nice uh, ring to it. Anyway, uh, bon journée, uh, merci beaucoup. I look forward to your thoughts. Dizzy, what was that? Was that a question or a War and Peace novel? I thought he'd never ask the question. Oh, we're on the air? Oh, shit. Hey, Lester, great to hear from you. Thanks for leaving me a very succinct question. Unlike those other guys that ramble on. That's why you had such a hard time getting through on the phone line. 
Hey, great memories, though. And if I get your question right, you're wondering if we can bilingualize Dom Day. You may be on to something. But fuck, Lester. The gods can hardly even speak English. We're going to have to tread softly on this one. But you are right. We do need to start somewhere. So here's some thought starters as to what we could do. You know, when you mentioned that car race in Il Notre Dame, you got me thinking. To give Dom Day a little French flavor, why not rename the gods after the race? Yeah, we could call them La Grande Pricks. The teams, we could do up their uniforms such that it has a French association. Example, Dick Delmer, he could make a comeback and rebrand his team after the famous Quebec City hockey team. You know, instead of Nordics, we'd have Yordics. No-brainer. We would change Bobby Light's team to Le Bradors. Obviously, that team would have better content. And and with Howie returning to the fold, we'd get Le Fuck on. Hey, guys, get out of the gutter. That's French for hawk. What about adding French names in the programs? You know, Michel Donolet, Francois Tarasso. How about Bobby Light as Robert Leger? And, of course, Richard Bois. That's woods for you Anglophones out there. Hey, we'll call Danish Walton Croissant. And shit, you know, we already have a trout, minnow, bass, wolf, and mule in Dom Day. Why not have a frog? Christ, we let that guy Guy play. If you get drafted high and stink, you get awarded un brick en argent. Nothing like a little English-French rivalry. Hey, Habs fans on the first base side and Leafs fans on third. It'll be way easier to identify the winners from losers. We don't even have to change where Gorp sits. What about dropping that old Ofer rule and just say, if your team gets leafed, you lose your franchise? Lester, I can hardly wait for the poutine and smoked meat sandwich at the diamond side. It shouldn't be an issue getting that triple decker into the fat mouse at this tourney. You're right. Those were the days. You know, we'd head down to Stade Olympique. Had no clue where it was until someone told us it was on Pinuf. Couldn't find the damn place, and then we found Pie 9, and there it was. No question, Lester, we did assimilate. So I'm all for doing it at Dom Day, too. Let's even change the date and play on Johnny Baptist Day. Hey, gotta go, but let's you and I hook up for breakfast to flush this out further. We can have a pair of toasts side by each and a Pepsi while we figure out how to get the gods on board with the plan. Hey, folks, that's Coombs rounding the corner for today. The boys, oh boy, something smells fishy today. You won't want to miss this episode. It's time for another episode of Dom Day Tales, the 17th episode to be cracked. I'm one of your hosts, Justin, and good news is we're joined again by all three of our esteemed co-hosts this week. 
the guardians of Gab, the rulers of rambunctiousness. Please welcome back Babe, Donnie, and Cote. As always, our executive producer, Dizzy Patterson, is with us, and he's crushing some suds and hanging with his buds. Cote, welcome back. What'd you think of last week's episode without you? That was goddamn tragic. Holy <laughs> shit. Really? Like, what the hell? I thought I thought it was Tink's hip that was sore, not his fucking mouth. <laughs> it, was, it was awful. I mean, that was it was embarrassing. Like when you when you pull up that, you know, on Spotify and you, and you see all the, the episode, I was looking for a delete button. I didn't want anybody <laughs> to hear that shit. It was terrible. You know, we so should I do it. Say is, Justin, hopefully tonight is going to be one small fucking iota step above. I don't know if that's possible, but let's try. Well, I was going to say, Cote, I think it bodes well for you as you head into your next contract negotiation that uh, you were <laughs> absent from that episode. So thank God. <clears throat> Okay, guys, let's hop right into it. We've got a lot to cover in what we're going to call our bounce back episode tonight. So why don't we bring out tonight's guest? He's the winner of a whopping three Dom Day titles. Those go along with a worst coach and a worst athlete award. He's probably best known for his fire truck red sunburns, despite wearing an SPF 110. Our guest, our next guest is sure going to make you want a trout. Ladies and gentlemen, classes in section. Let's make some noise for our next guest, Steve Peters. Trotsky. Hello, boys. Nice to be here. Humbled, humbled by the invite. Well, you should be. You should be. Can you imagine being selected after Tink and Fergie to do an episode? I mean, that I haven't heard that one yet. I maybe not. And don't bother. Don't bother. Okay. All right, Trout. Let's hop right into it. We got a lot to cover. So why don't we start off by you taking us back to your first Dom day. Uh, do you remember when that was? How'd you get into the tournament? Uh, I have to preface everything by saying the 90s and the early 2000s are a little blurry. <laughs> so, um, but I do, I do remember uh, the guy that uh, kind of got us all in here, uh, Utes, uh, the, uh, the godfather for all us uh, original Utes. And he got us and he was telling us all about this tournament. We got to be in there. It's, it's like us. They talk the way we do. And, and all that. So, uh, you know, we, I think we went by the year before and, and saw what was going on at case field. And it was like, this is awesome. Like we, we got to be part of this and, and, uh, you know, you know, Futes do what you can to get us in. And, um, and then the next year, I think, uh, I think when Futes was on, I think he was talking about how, um, um, you know, I think, uh, Guy and Bowie might've been the year before. And then the rest of us came in Wally and Rocky and Turnsey and, uh, I think uh, Dr. Phil came in a few years after that. Um, but uh, yeah, that first year was really great. I think it came in, I think Turnsey, Wally, uh, Rocky and I, I think we came in 93, 94, something like that. Um, and it was, it was great. Uh, again, it felt really familiar uh, the way guys were talking to each other. That's the way we were talking to each other during our hockey leagues and that. And uh, it was great. So it was, uh, it, it was a little, uh, it, we knew it, what we weren't being uh, welcomed into the tournament based on our ba- baseball acumen. It was based on a few other things, uh, which hopefully we didn't disappoint people in those first few years, but uh, uh, it was great. And uh, I think, yeah, I think it was like 93, 94. So, okay. So that's good that you guys mentioned that you weren't brought in for your, uh, your baseball acumen. Cause I'm looking at the record book right now, kind of in the nineties. And with the exception of Guy Girard, uh, looks like a, a lot of the other guys who were brought in, you said 93, 94, uh, all lost Rookie of the Year to one of many of John Dixon's. Uh, 
rookie of the year award. So definitely can tell that, you know, athletics were not the reason you guys got in, but no. besides the point, what, do you remember what team you played for when you, you joined Omde? And your yes, yes, I do. I think uh, Futes was, uh, had been given a team already, or it was his first year. He had the Danish Tarts. And I think for the first two or three years, he was uh, committed to uh, drafting his buddies. So I think the first two or three years, uh, we were all on the Tarts team. I, I don't recall those Tarts teams doing very well. And I think that there was... Uh, uh, some of his buddies had some self-regulation problems with regards to getting to the field on time and uh, uh, some other things on the sideline. So I think after a while he stopped drafting us, but yeah, I think we were uh, Danish tarts in the beginning. Remember those early ones you guys had finish up and then go to that big steak place and where was La it? Castile. Yeah. La Castile and Malton and spend stupid amounts of money. And then, and then, some guys would show up for the Saturday morning and yeah, there was a couple of times there. I think there was one time it was Bowie, Wally. I don't know if Rocky was there. I don't know if Feuder was there. Uh, Dane wanted us all to have uh, start drinking martinis. Uh, so we started. That's ramping. smart. That was smart. Yeah, that was smart. <laughs> uh, it was the, by the end of the night, uh, all of us were asleep at the table. Uh, the guy that owned the place had to wake us all up and tell us to go home. And then uh, I think, <laughs> I think we were a little late for the, <laughs> game the next morning i don't think our coach was too happy so <laughs> that was a regular occurrence with you idiots like yes i, I yeah. on the you know remember waiting for them was like okay we you know we only it was one of those okay the tarts only have seven guys here yeah and it didn't matter if we, it was their 10 o'clock game or the 11 o'clock right game. it was just was the first late. game yeah, yeah well we, first... we would all be crashing at wally's place and when i say we i think it would be like Bowie, rocky uh myself um Feuda was, I don't, I don't think Feuds, I think Feuds might've been there a couple of times, but Dane's uh, wife at the time, Kim would be the ones waking us up and saying, don't you guys have a game at 11? Don't you guys have a game at 10? <laughs> like 10 to 10. Shouldn't you guys get going? Um, and yeah, we'd get the ire of uh, our head coach as we would pull up uh, in Dane's Lexus to the field <clears throat> and uh, kind of pour out of the car. And I don't think he was too happy. Hence, hence not drafting us. So I think in year four of the Tarts uh, franchise. So. Uh, yeah, those those first few years were a lot of fun, though. They were <laughs> La Castile was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> I think there was another time. I think Bowie. Uh, I'm not trying to throw Bowie under the bus because I'm sure there's enough stories about me uh, we could talk about La Castile. But I think he was chomping on the uh, the cheese dish at La Castile. Just oh, this cheese is really good. This cheese is really good. And then the uh, the waiter at the end of the night said, No, no, that's 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 butter cubes you've been eating. So he was. <laughs> So but it's a, didn't surprise anybody, right? No, no, no. no. Well, yeah, so it was, it was fun. And, and again, like, you know, it was just, we felt obviously, you know, the, uh, the audience that we were joining, uh, you know, <laughs> felt comfortable with these stories. Uh, it, it was great. Like, you know, joining Dom day felt really comfortable. Uh, it was very familiar. Um, guys were, you know, ribbing each other. Nobody got off, you know, anybody did anything bad. You were getting ribbed. And that's how that's how we were when we were playing hockey. It was it was really really familiar, and that's what uh, drew us to it, and that's what we loved about it. So Trout, so that being ninety three ninety four, what comes to my mind is that the the storm of the century was March of ninety three. So was it that year? Yeah, yeah. It went, so the storm of the century was that humongous snowstorm where we were up in Lake Placid with the ten men. <laughs> And yes. we got, we got snowed in. That was three and a half feet, four feet of snow. I mean, it was ridiculous. It was, it was the most snow I've ever seen fall in that short a period of time in my life. It was yeah. 
insane. And, and we had to stay because we were getting, we were getting um, information back from people back in Toronto saying parts of the highway 401 were closed. There's no way, even if you wanted to get out, you wouldn't be able to get back in time. So uh, you, you had to stay. So I didn't care because that year, uh, Lake Placid went into the March break for school. So I, I could have stayed for seven days. I didn't give two shits. So I, I think I think we looked at any excuse to stay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. There could have been, but two it was inches. it was impossible. You'd go out, you road, yeah. You you leave your hotel in the morning to go get your car, and you couldn't find there, there was all you could see the car. Remember yeah. the Roasties? Roasties was buried. Yeah, and he, and he said, <laughs> "Fuck it," went back to the bar. Yeah, and then and that was so here we so that would have been that would have been like a Sunday morning, right? Yeah, because we're we're getting ready for the championship, which I don't think was played. I think it was canceled. Was there a curfew that night? I can't remember. There was a curfew. We always had a curfew, <laughs> and and so we're coming off. You know, we started in Buffalo on friggin' Wednesday, right? You had the night before, the night before, yes, and then we had the Thursday, then we had the long bus trip to Placid, and then we tore it up, and then we had a few games that we tore it up and tore it up again. And here we are Sunday morning, which is normally the end of the, of the charade. Right. And then, damn, we got to stay another night. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> one, Donnie, yeah. that one was an early one. Cause we drove, right. Cause we, we drove to the, uh, at Sturman. Yeah. Country. I think, I think. In oh, the beginning, right. I, yeah, yeah. We had the cars. We had the yeah. cars. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So, but then we had, you know, it was like, that was early. Cause Chevy was there. Right. Cause that was, Chevy early. was there. We buried yeah. Chevy in that snowbank on the main drag yeah. him and Al Yeah, there. he was, he was, I, I, he was a big cog in the, uh, 10 men machine. Yeah. I remember yeah. that or maybe I'm but, remembering wrong, but we must've got you juiced up then about Dom day. That must've, that might've been. The yeah. That might've been it. Yeah. yeah. Cause, uh, like I know Futa, Futa had been talking about it and, uh, maybe the Dom, the, the Lake Placid trip, uh, was a thing that, uh, like I said before, when I, this whole thing started, my re- recollection of the nineties is a little iffy. So, you know, the years might kind of, uh, you know, what happened before what happened, uh, might be a little off. So yeah, Lake Placid might've happened before Dom day. There's still a wanted poster for you in the dancing bear lounge, but we'll talk about that later. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You gotta listen so- to your body, Cote. You gotta listen to your body. <laughs> so, it, so it sounds to me like, and I know we always joke about this on, on, on our episodes about the guys saying, you know, back in the early days, it wasn't a ton of boots. Safe to say, by, by the time Trout got in there, copious amounts of drinking. So I got to ask the question, though, for you, Trout, is who who was like, you know, you, you join up with this big group. Who stood out to you? Like, who was some of the guys who that first impression really kind of stuck with you all these years later? Uh, well, there's a few guys on the screen right now that I'm seeing that stuck with me. And uh, like it's you're, you're getting introduced to everybody all at the same time. So it's kind of hard to kind of, you know, remember this and remember that. But uh, I was also part, I have vague recollection, even though I wasn't in the draft, I, I hadn't joined yet. I was part of the golf tournament for some reason. I guess Futes sent, got me to come out to the golf and I got to see Donnie and, and Cote and, and a whole bunch of other guys. And uh, like, that was like, wow. Like, look, it just was, um, it was just so special. Like it was, it was like, well, you know, thanking Futes for introducing uh, me as well as the rest of the guys to this. But the, yeah, like just seeing like the, you know, Cote being Cote and uh, Donnie and, and uh, Babe, seeing Babe there. And it was just a, an amazing group of people who were, um, you know, doing things that we were doing, uh, ribbing each other, just giving it to each other, uh, loving to bend their elbow, uh, <laughs> probably more than they should. But uh, that was, 
that was what drew us all to it. It was great. And, and for us, it was hockey. Uh, and then having to do the same thing with baseball, it, it was great. But uh, just the atmosphere at, at the Diamond, the atmosphere when I went to that first golf tournament, uh, it was fantastic. Like, why wouldn't you want to be part of this? It, it, was, it was great. Where was the golf, Drove? Do you remember? I, oh, God, was it Caledon? No. What would have been before Caledon? I don't know. We were up in Thornhill once, and uh, I, I don't know. We kind of moved all around there for a while because we got kicked yeah. out of the other courses. So we had the, you know, guys started crashing their carts. Did you guys ever go up? It was in, was there ever? Freaking. Was that? 50? Bolton? Was it on Highway 50 ever? Yeah, well, we might have been up there. And, and like, was this like, when would we have had that golf? Like in the spring before the, before Dom Day? Is that, is that what it was? Yeah. Like, and we would, have, I don't know if we did the draft, but no, I don't think so. But I think we just had a golf thing, right? Yeah, but you're yeah. right. So, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Donnie. I was like, where the hell was that back then? So, yeah. Stop no. laughing, Justin, you fucker. So, so, okay. So, Feuds brings you into the tournament and you bring in boxcar peters uh so why don't you tell us a bit about the boxcar years oh him. i brought boxcar <laughs> you did i don't think <laughs> i did <laughs> i i you know i really appreciate those who brought this this into this uh, little mix here uh for those who don't know boxcar <laughs> was in that. this tournament boxcar was is is my brother and uh actually was a, a pretty good ball player like i think he played ball uh, I think he actually made it played with uh, Frank Tarasco. I think because I think him and Frank knew each other. I, I, he knew a couple of guys in the tournament, but uh, yeah, he was in in the tournament for a while. And um, unfortunately, uh, Boxcar and I had a bit of a falling out. And and uh, you know, sometimes you just can't pick your family. So um, you know, uh, one of the things though with regards to him being in the tournament was, uh, and I'm sure we're going to get to this later on, was uh, the fact that uh, for the I don't know, Donnie, how many years did I go without having a nickname? <laughs> a lot. A lot of years. Yeah. I don't but think he, my brother you, you, you I don't think my brother had an a bat and he already had a, a nickname in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So and you gave it to him. You gave him a box card. So I, why, why did you give him a box card? I don't know. I mean, you know, all the nicknames, who knows how I gave them to him. I mean, he was sitting at the computer writing the program and I don't know, some some commercial came out with boxcar or something. I don't know, but Boxcar was a was a he was a member of the Beasley's one and only championship team. Boxcar. Yes. Yep. Yes. He, uh, and I believe didn't he did he not win him. the uh, Mickey Mantle Award as well? Yes. Yeah. 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 Which cool. also bothered me. So he had a nickname and he won that award. <laughs> I, I tried. Maybe that's why you guys don't speak. Maybe you know there were so many under uh, a little jealousy. Regards. Yes. Yes. Maybe you could get over that. So I, I thought that was really a, a swipe at me giving him the Mickey medal. So that, uh, you know, all the hard work that I put in over those first few years, all for naught. But let's not make this show about boxcar. Yeah. Know, so, so why don't we, why don't we pick up yeah. on another, another sensitive topic? Uh, your, <laughs> your fair skin. <laughs> um, I think goes without saying Trout that uh, you might have the worst sunburn leaving case field every year. Uh, somebody wanted I, to know. I, I, turns he's up there. Yeah. yeah. Have, have, you, have you ever gone a Dom day without getting a sunburn? Somebody was curious about that. Um, is that what the fans are asking? Yeah, it, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't believe I have. Uh, although uh, I believe, I think in the early years up until about, uh, I don't know, when did I get married? 2005, uh, 2006 that I, uh, my, 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 uh, 
my focus was more on other things than putting uh, 150 sunscreen block on my skin. So uh, after that, I was getting constant reminders. Did you put sunscreen on? Did you put sunscreen on? Uh, but pre that, uh, no, there was other, I had other uh, focuses on at Dom Day other than putting uh, sunblock 150 on my body. But uh, yeah, I got kind of red, sort of. And I don't know if anybody and, noticed, but I, I got to. As, and as the, as the years went on and the, the, the larger trout family would show up at Dom Day, they'd be all huddled under underneath the <laughs> tent until maybe one of the young gals like uh, Caroline or Elizabeth got into the booze a bit and then they'd venture out from underneath the pea bushes, right? Yeah, but they, they I tended I to do that sometimes. that. Yeah. I'm I yes. not going to get worried about the sun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see? Yeah. Trout, trout was one of the few guys who was ecstatic about Dom Day being played over Thanksgiving because he would have saved a whole whack of money on sunscreen <laughs> yeah. for the family. Who was not in favor of that? God. <laughs> Long but, sleeve shirts, you know, wearing the gorp pants. That would have been perfect. As opposed awesome. to the longest day of the year, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So speaking of things you were focused on, obviously, besides sunscreen, one of them, and I, you hinted on it, was was getting a nickname. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to turn this one over to Dom Day, or to Donnie, because uh, he's kind of the the guru of the Dom Day nicknames. But why don't you tell us about how the nickname Trout came about? Donnie, we'll start with you. Yeah. Um, not a bad story. So uh, <laughs> I, I get this call, and I... I, I'm thinking, so this has got to be like 2003, maybe. Yeah. Or something, that. Like, yeah. something like that. And uh, I get this call and Trout's, uh, or they, Steve at that time was, Steve. Uh, yeah, he was, he, he was visiting uh, friends in Philly, right? You were visiting. No, and a buddy of mine was, uh, he was in Jersey. Okay. I didn't know how close you were. So I, I, yeah. I think I gave you a call and said, listen, like, know how far away are you can i can i come by yeah and so i mean i i think we probably had cell phones but it wasn't like these days where you're just no. you know, constantly texting back and forth so we got a call yeah. at the house and trout's in jersey or whatever and he's like hey what are you doing and uh i was thinking of swinging down to baltimore to see you whatever we're like great yeah super fantastic when are you coming well i'll be there friday or whatever it was. And I'm like, this week? Yeah, yeah, this week. So so yeah, I'm like, how are you getting there? Well, I'm taking the train. I'm taking the train at, you know, and I'm gonna get to go to the train station right by BWI. And I'm like, okay, great. That sounds great. When are you coming in? Whatever the time was, whatever. And I'm like, I'll get you, I'll pick you up, you know. And I think I did ask, do you know where that is? Yeah. So he, <laughs> you know, and and he's like, Do you know where the train station is? And you know. I mean, in the back of my mind, I think I had seen a sign sometime in the last 20 years about where the train, you know, BWI train station. So I'm like, yeah, I know where it is. So, so he comes down on the train and then calls and, and uh, like, you know, pick me up. And so I go over and I, I try to find this train station and I am like driving around and around and around the airport all over the place. Right. <laughs> so he finally calls me. He's like, where are you? I'm like, well, I'm looking for the train station. I, so I, I'm like, he's, he says, well, it's right next to BWI. And I'm like, well, well, look out the window. What do you see? Right. <laughs> right? And he's, well, I see trees. <laughs> you know, or I think it was trees you said, right? I'm I like, saw well, trees. There was yeah, a lot I'm of like, trees. I'm like, that's a big help. I, yeah. What else do you see? Like walk out the front of the building. <laughs> what, what do you see? Cars. There's cars, cars, trees, a lot of people uh, with other trains that have co- already come and left leaving the parking lot. 
And I had, I had no idea where he was, you know, yeah. I just said, I mean, that this literally, it took, it took over an hour. I mean, yeah. it was just crazy. And finally I ended up picking him up and, and we went back to my place and I think we'd probably had a couple of cocktails and sitting around yeah. and this and that, whatever. And then later on in the evening, I'm like, well, let's go to Rocky run. So we take off, we go down to Rocky run and Glen Burnie and we pull up, pull up a couple of stools at the bar and, um, and we, we managed to have a couple more and a couple more and a couple more. And we started getting into the shooters and, you know, we were just rocking, you know, you can imagine <laughs> the two of us there and we're just chirping at everybody. And we had, a, we had a fun bartender on and it was just great. And then, so anyhow, the conversation, you know, just around and then, and then, so all these years from, I guess, 93 or 94, when, when Steve came in, him and I, always joked about the fact that he didn't have a nickname right so at various points during every dom day weekend i would you know pull him over and put an arm around him i go hey you see what tex is doing over there or hey did you see what you know gorp's doing or you know how about boxcar yeah boxcar look at boxcar whatever and i go how's your weekend going steve you know and (laughs) And, and then we'd end up at the same thing. We'd be at the party, the Dom Day party that night, right? And I'd be, you know, hugging them and and this and that, whatever, and just just kidding them like hell. And he was like, "How come I don't have a nickname?" I said, "I don't know. I mean, you know, you're Steve. You're Steve, right?" It's hard to imagine now, but he he wasn't trout for for ten years or so, right? And so Blowing we're at the, in the bar. Wind. Yeah, we're at the bar and, and throwing names back and forth, and then all of a sudden the nickname discussion comes up and I, do you remember exactly how it went Trout? the, the discussion? I, I was trying to help you out because I, I don't know how, uh, how committed you were to actually getting a nickname. Yeah. So I was like, you know, there, you know, that guy, you know, Minnow, like he's got like a, a fish for a last name and he's got a normal first name, but let's, let's have that be the starter. Let's try it. Let's go <laughs> with that. Yeah. So I think we went with bass mackerel cod like we were going through it all and then it just came, like when we hit trout it just it was like that's it that's where, it. where did dave come well, from well i and just then, said i said well dave <laughs> what about dave yeah. trout yeah yeah so so he's like we're like dave trout we're we're, we're toasting <laughs> shots and we're like you know we're giggling whatever and he goes i gotta tell the guys i gotta tell the guys right <laughs> So he goes over to the restaurant phone. Remember, Trout, you went over to the yeah. restaurant phone in front of the restaurant at the hostess stand. <laughs> and he, I think he called Feuda or Walton or yeah. maybe they were yeah. together or whatever. Yeah. And he goes, I got a nickname. I got a nickname. Yeah. And they're like, what is it? Dave Trout. Of, it was one of the biggest moments in my life. Right. You know, was and the, you know, getting a nickname. And they loved that. They were roaring on the other end of the phone. And, and just so from that night on, it was Dave Trout. And the Dave kind of fell away and then yeah. it just was trout, you know, trout. And so, it yeah, to, it seemed to work. Yeah. He seems to have stuck. So yeah. classic. Just a there classic. was a, there was a few cocktails over that, uh, over that, uh, that, that, that meeting. Oh my God. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting that you talk about previous to that was your transportation issues into Baltimore. And I know we didn't have it on the agenda tonight, but that was a challenge. Another time that we forgot all about was the fact that when we used to come down for the Rocky run golf tournaments and we yes. sent the esteemed uh, Rocky run head chauffeur, Bert Donnelly to, find me. to pick you up. And what did, it, find what did me. it take you just two uh, what two hours to find you? So I, I had my golf clubs with me 
I had uh, whatever I was bringing with me. So I'm, I have to carry them everywhere. Look, try to figure out where Bert's gonna pick me up at. So fine, like it's t- like it's tiresome to kind of carry, you know, the golf clubs around. So I put them down. Now this is post two, just after 2009-11. Oh, leaving a, a golf bag by itself. Oh, I was I was swarmed by security. <laughs> Why are you leaving that by yourself? Why are you leaving that golf bag by itself? Nothing. No, there's not, nothing going on here. So the yeah. same, we're at the same bar. We're at the same Rocky run. This is the night before the golf tournament. All the boys roll in. We're at Rocky run. We're, we're doing it up big time with us. And I, and we know trout's coming in at nine or whatever it was. Right. And the rest of the guys came in at four or five. Right. So we're in the bar for three, four hours. And then trout calls me and, and he's like, Hey, I'm here or whatever. I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. You know, we had completely forgot <laughs> trout. Right. And I'm like, I got to go get, and Bert steps in. He goes, no, there's no way you're going. You're not driving to the airport right now. So he says, I'll get him. I'm like, OK, Bert, go get him. You know, I'll tell yeah. he's, you know, he's on the we're going to go to the departure level. He's a red haired freckly guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Bert, Bert takes off in his whatever that that car was and probably had the heated seats on, too. <laughs> you know, he used to put yeah. the heated seats on all the time. It's 105 it's... degrees out. And there's heated seats on. Really? So Bert goes to the airport and we're carrying on at Rocky run. We're having shots and we're, you know, we're greeting everybody that comes in the bar. We're doing this and that and whatever. And then it's like two hours later, where's Trout? Trout? (laughs) Bert was just, I don't know what he was doing. And and I couldn't call anybody. Like I'm going to call the bar. I can't call the bar. Like Bert doesn't have a cell phone. So (laughs) I'm just, I finally, finally he, we hooked up. It was, he gets mad at me. Oh God! Where were great. you? Yeah. Where was I? Where were you? Yeah. Oh. I forgot about that. Why those three letters uh, really stick? That a was a, that was a classic, absolute yeah. classic. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! That might have been the same weekend as the gas shock, too. But we can stay that. Yeah, no, because yeah. hard to say. Yeah, we did fly down from the infamous gas shock. Let go. Thank God for Tuesday identifying. Oh. Trout's got a call or something. He's oh, oh no, oh, no. yeah, yeah. All right, decided to get another beer. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, okay, oh, but the ne- the nickname was just a beauty. Like yeah, so, a beauty. so I was going to ask this. So obviously Donnie and 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 Trout were the only two people there. But babe, so as somebody who wasn't there that night, how quickly did the the Trout nickname filter back to you guys, and how how quickly did it stick? It filtered back fairly quick, actually, because I think it went from. Wally and Futes to Turnsey and those guys, and then just spread throughout. And it was interesting because at the start, you're going, ah, you know, the guy gets his self-proclaimed nickname because usually it's coming from, you know, somebody else. <laughs> but it, it stuck. It was perfect. We were all going, yeah, that suits him. <laughs> you know, I like Trout. And it was, Thanks, you babe. know what? I mean, from that day on, you know, Steve, Steve Peters, I'm like, who's that? Yeah, you know, it's much like everybody's nickname. It's just uh, perfect. well, well, to you guys' point, uh, obviously before cell phones, texting and all that sort of stuff, because he used the restaurant phone. Um, so it's interesting to hear how how quickly it filtered across the guys and how quickly it stuck. And and I'll be honest, as somebody who also doesn't have a nickname and has played for about fifteen years, Trout, I might have to hire <laughs> you once once the borders are fully open. I think we're going to go to Maryland, you and I, uh, and I'll have you as my official consultant. Uh, maybe not a fish name though. I think there's enough fish in the in the in the pond already. But it's an important pilgrimage down to Maryland. Yeah, it is. 
Yes. It really means a lot. It wasn't until that point where it really became a focus, right, Steve? You can, Mm -hmm. you can, you can, can yes, Michael. Is it Steve or Dave? It's Dave. Oh, Dave. Okay. I wasn't sure who you were talking to, right? We got Hollywood Squares here. It's it's too many. So too many Justin, names, too many. Justin, feel free to hop on the Greyhound and come down. We'll get you a nickname. So. Yeah, yeah. And I'll uh, I'll get off at the uh, train station with all the trees. Right. Yeah. A lot of trees there. Just be careful. Yeah. And if not, head over to the airport and spend two more hours. They'll pick yeah. you up eventually. We, we yeah. can't send Bert anymore. But no. Oh, exactly. Send yeah. somebody. Oh, gosh. Okay. So we were talking about as uh, your self-proclaimed kind of highlight of your life, getting, getting, uh, getting the trout nickname. So we're going to pivot. We're going to bring you down in the mud for the next couple of topics. Dom day 24. Uh, we talked mm-hmm. about it at the beginning. You win the worst athlete award. Uh, you talked about Futes bringing you into the tournament, um, but you win this as a member of the new look carts franchise. I think it was the one year that the carts were around. Both yourself and Rocky were bestowed amazing awards by your best friend Futes. Uh, Rocky wins the silver brick, and you win the worst athlete award. Tell us, tell us a bit what it's like to you know be on your on the guy that brings you into the tournament teams, and then you know have them kind of turn around and, and blame you guys for the failures. I uh, I gotta be I gotta step carefully here with regards to my response. Um, I, you Why? know, Why? <laughs> it was uh, you know I I think. Uh, we were still going through, um, you know, Rocky and Wally and I, I think there was some self-regulation problems that we were having. And I felt that, I guess, Futes felt that there was some tough love that was needed with regards to uh, holding some of us accountable. So providing a worst athlete, um, that's, you know, it's, there's a lot of people in the tournament that could, uh, you know, could also be given that award. I, I've, you know, that was one of the things I saw at the first Dom day. Some of these guys can play and some of these guys can't. So um, it was, it was fine. You know, it, uh, it, that's the thing about Dom day. Like, it's like, uh, you know, as you guys know, the guys that started it from the start, that's what you do. Like you, you're ripping on guys and, and that. Uh, I, I think that there was a little, uh, you know, I don't think Futsal was too happy with regards to our performance and he was showing it with his awards. Uh, I don't know whether it was us falling out of Wally's car when we showed up five minutes late for one of the games, but um, cause uh, I don't think, you know what, you could check with him. Maybe you can have him back on, but I don't think he was too happy with that, uh, with our performance that year. And uh, <laughs> um, you know. no, he wasn't. He was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He hides so, his emotions. Well, sometimes. Yes. It's hard to read <laughs> yes. them. I like yes, that term. Is. I it like is. that term, self-regulation. That's good. Yeah. Self-regulation. Yeah, I think that's yeah, going to go in the official Dom Day dictionary. Yeah, exactly. Was, it's a it's a report card term. Yeah. What's that? Who was runner-up to worst athlete that year? Who was runner-up? Was it Lester? Maybe my dad. Again. Yeah, there's a good chance. <laughs> no, I thought it was. I think it was Lester and the Trout were tied, and Futes put the final boat in. That that sounds great. Yeah. Unfortunate, I can actually, I can see that happening. You you lost the luster, so you must have been in bad shape. Uh, we had a lot of, if I remember that Tarts team really really well, I, I think we had a lot of candidates, but uh, for worst athlete, but um, it's okay. Uh, you know, it 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 made me stronger. Uh, um, you know, I think maybe not. We're just strike for the next year. I don't know. Well, I was going to say obviously, and it'll lead us to our next topic must have taught you a lot of things um one of them how to give give a silver brick uh because you've awarded the silver brick uh to one of your players as coach of the school of fish um 
But I'm going to read this roster to you. School of Fish had one year. Uh, yeah. In that year, they had Danny Philman, Kevin Woods, Barry Marook, Gord McRae, Howie Rennick, Mike Minow, Sam Trasco, Ryan Annan, and myself. Um, and, and maybe self-explanatory after just reading that, that roster. Awesome um, team. Awesome. What went, what went wrong, Trout? The, fir- the first five guys aren't bad. Not a bad club, really. I thought overall. Yeah. Oh. Well, it, I, uh, th- there was a couple of people that, uh, you know, talked about. Disappointed. They disappointed. Lack of leadership. I think that was coming mostly from the guys that they drafted. Um, and there was also, even though aesthetically they looked beautiful, uh, the, the, the uniforms were heavy burlap. So maybe <laughs> that defeated our... Uh, they were beautiful though, weren't they? Justin? Oh, they were, they were, they were really fantastic. Cool. They were yeah. Yankee, yeah. Yankee, Yankee pinstripes. pinstripes. Yeah. But, but they were, they were definitely made um, for winter. Yeah. They were very yes. they, didn't, they didn't let you breathe on, on the diamond. Um, and, so and I, was the downfall. I don't know. And rookie I think they coach, were the, rookie coach mistake. They were the translucent white. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, you, and you would think in, in the summer that would help keep them white, but they were, they were stinking no. hot. I remember but that. They were, they were, they, we looked extra beautiful. Long. You went for the extra long yes. ones too. Yes. yes. Yeah. But we looked beautiful. We were, we were, we were great. Now there was a controversial call at home plate that could have, I think kept my franchise, but I think um, there was a call. It was close to call. No, none of the umpires uh, were able Garrett. to was that? They didn't care. No. no, I think I think Pete uh, stepped in and, and the call against me. So uh, that's you know, mm. uh, hey, that's I, a surprise. I, yeah, that happened in eighteen of the twenty-three Beza years. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so don't lose any sleep over it. Uh, I'm know. not. So right, and, Pete's, I, and tell me, Pete's team won that year. Yeah, <laughs> that's surprising. Charlotte, I can't I say it. anything bad because my, my get over it. My first championship was with the Red Machine. I, I can't uh, complain too much. Yeah, you know, you can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Anyway, so that year leads to you becoming uh, a bit, you know, a bit of a historic f- figure, uh, as that was the last ever worst coach award uh, was awarded yes. to you. Um, yeah. So, so uh, on, honored by that. That. Uh, that Absolutely. Kinda, oh yeah. That's you know, if you're yeah. the last one, you know, you can't yeah. can't get any worse than this guy. This is it. <laughs> is uh you know we have to stop it here this is really not fair well i I, actually what happened was i mean there's there's been plenty more worse coaches than you you know but but that was that was that was the advent of the cancel culture you know when when (laughs) people decided that all of a fucking sudden it was a bad thing to call somebody a worst coach or a worst athlete you know so Maybe we, we, we bring, can talk. We, we can have it back, right? Yeah, I, bring yeah, that back. I, I agree. Society's don't, changed. Society's I was going to say, Donnie, don't worry. I know in Dom Day 39, I deserve the worst coach for my O for snapper. So you don't need to write it in the program for me. Oh, yeah. That. I mean, it's just. No, you, you, know. you can't say that, Justin. You yeah. can't say yeah. that. No, no yeah, no, that's true. It was Howie's fault. Right? You have to you have to watch what you say now because the guys are sensitive. <laughs> you just have to be careful about it. We've done a good job of it over the years. <laughs> You know, I love, least, I, I, if, can we get participation ribbons for everybody then? Let's, we, we already that's have a good idea, Steve. That's a good yeah. idea, Dave. Yeah. Participation yeah, thanks. ribbons. Yes. yes. That would be nice. Like oh, you can take God. to the liquor store and redeem for a 26er. Yeah. The yeah. Good old days. You can't take, you know, you can't take this stuff too seriously, right? But the, this is what this is all about. Like this, that yeah. was like, again, going back to the, when we first kind of saw what we were getting ourselves into, it was just familiar with what we were doing with each other uh, during hockey, just ripping each other, 
Right. And it's, this is what it is, right? You're yeah. Having fun. Um, you know, even if somebody does something good, you don't, no compliments. You just rip them for when there's something bad going on. And, you know, Raggers Row and, and, uh, and all those things that that's legendary at Dom Day. So it's, it's great. So, yeah. So talking about ragging, uh, I mean, we talked about awards. So that year you also did end up giving Danny Philman your first round pick, the silver brick, um, for, for his performance, but also kind of another, un, you know, little known fact was that was actually the year that Howie Rennick retired. So obviously his last year was wearing oh a school of fish jersey. I did not know. <laughs> he, he had enough <laughs> after that. He'd seen it all and decided wow. to hang it up. Uh, he's now, as you guys There's know, a lot Day, that went on that year. Holy yeah. shit. A Dom Day Hall of Famer. <laughs> do you think he's wearing the, you know, if we were to ever have the Hall of Fame plaques, do you think he's wearing the school of fish jersey in his uh, on his plaque? Or do you think I it might so. be another team? Because there was a, I don't know what Dom Day it was where, uh, Everybody was asked to wear a retro uh, Dom Day jersey to Remos. Yeah. Dom was Day 40. Dom 40. Day 40. Yeah. So I'm telling you, even for the one year, the School of Fish jerseys were represented well at Remos. Yep. I, w- I think I wore mine that night, um, yes. which actually kind of reminds me of a bit of a funny story because we asked everybody to wear a, a retro jersey on, on Dom Day 40 and, and uh, Dana Spencer's uh, fiance, Spencer Coates' fiance, was wearing a snappers jersey, and I went up to her and I said, "Hey, you know that's not a, a retro jersey." And without <laughs> missing a beat, she goes, "You went O for last year. It is now a retro jersey." <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I knew she was going to be around for a while. But uh, yeah, I wore I wore my uh, school of fish jersey that year. Hey, Charlie, you don't uh, have to fucking point your finger when you're trying to get a, a point point across, okay? That's, what I, that's how we do it in the Zoom yeah. meetings. The school, yeah, and, I, uh, apparently, the staff, yeah, yeah, and to the little. Poor bastards that sit in your classroom every once in a while. So, oh, Donnie's doing it too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I guess Trout, the the last question on the school of fish uh, before we you know put a fork in them. Um, would do you think they'd ever come back? I I've learned never say never to say never. Uh, but uh, it's it's I don't think anytime soon. But we'll see. All right, fair if, enough. If they do come back, I can guarantee you it'll be a lighter jersey. <laughs> Box maybe maybe the old uh, maybe the old weekend pass jerseys where they were crop tops. <laughs> <laughs> no, those those would be bad now. I mean, oh, yeah. really? Oh. Those were classics. I didn't see anybody wearing weekend pass jerseys at Remo's that. Yeah. So, so Trout, this one will just be a quick one and maybe give a, a quick comment on it. Last year, Dom Day 42, um, you were the supplemental pick, uh, and mm-hmm. you were the only guy in Dom Day history to ever be supplemental off a Dom Day team and lose to the team that you got supplemental off in the finals. So you were yeah. originally a lip bomber. Uh, yeah. You moved over to the fugitives. <laughs> the fugitives go on to the finals to lose to the lip bombers. And and by yeah. all accounts, everybody said the fugitives wouldn't have made the final without you. I mean, I think that's one of the things I will say as people. I was called passing that rumor around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it started yeah. started yeah. down at your tent. But yeah. for a lot of people, they don't know what it's like to be a supplemental who's moved the night before before a tournament. I'm sure it's got to be disorienting. <laughs> what would you What would you give as advice to guys in future who kind of, you know, you're a guy who's only won three, <laughs> you lost one because you got moved. Like, what would be your advice to guys? You know, it's it's tough when when a team doesn't want you, but it's great when a team does want you. So. I think that's what a lot of the athletes say in, in their and you know their interviews. I, I, it was, you know, what what can you do? Like, it, who, who was the athlete? Who was the who, what athletes are you talking about? Uh, you know, the professionals that get paid for what they do. Those ones. Lester Brownell. 
Yes, <laughs> that would be. Yes. Yeah. But uh, when, when, you're the, when, when you're the supplemental, you're not, you're not, I mean, it's not something you work hard at over the winter to get to, right? It's not. Like, I, I'm like, going for that middle right. spot. Right. So, the, so I'm the, always maybe, you know, in the right. mix. Right. One year you're in the top half of the guys yeah. in the draft. The other year yeah. you're in the bottom. He's right? got it on yeah. his, his business card now. It's got yeah. all this information about York and what he does for a living. And then he says supplemental draft guy. <laughs> yes. Dave Trout. It's a little further down, but it's there. Uh, it's, it, you know, it's, it sucks. It was, it was, it was hard in the finals because you're playing the team that uh, you were on originally. Uh, it was great that you were, you're, you're still there because you're on, you know, but then I, I, my therapist told me not to kind of uh, relive it, but I, I believe uh, the few, we got spanked by the lip bombers. Yeah, yeah, you did. I don't, yeah. So that didn't help either. So uh, it was good. We, it was, listen, uh, it was, it was, uh, we had a good team. We did really well. Uh, you know, you know, I had a good time, drank a little bit, uh, enjoyed things, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, it was, I cheered Kevin when they won, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it sucked. You wanted to have your fourth championship. You didn't get a chance to, to do it. The team that drafted you actually got, got the win. Um, you know, so let's move. Let's, we could do let's, away with the supplemental. Yeah, we, let's move on before he starts to cry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, let's talk about something he likes to talk about. Um, obviously the nickname is a big source of pride, but I think something else, and we, we, you know, we, we talk a lot about safety procedures right now, but with COVID and all that sort of stuff going on, but the original safety procedures at Dom Day originate from your involvement in a song, uh, getting thrown up into the air. And I, I know you've had various discussions with various people about how to do this safely. Um, mm-hmm. but the song you make me want to trout has kind of become a new institution at, at Dom Day. Um, what, what are your thoughts? Do you think it could one day pass one-eyed guy as, as the future of, of the uh, Dom Day song? No, I don't know if it will. I don't, I don't know, but, but, you know, I didn't even know how it evolved. And I think babe, you might even know a little bit more about this than, than me. Like, I don't even know. It was at stripes. I believe the first time it happened. Did it not? Yeah. And it, it just it came around. Yeah. It came around naturally. It was a, you make me want to shout. You make me want to trout because trout wanted a bigger part in Dom Day. And, <laughs> Naturally, I don't know if I wanted that big. Somebody up in the air in a song made total sense at the time. <laughs> and we got and enough guys here. I think that year was probably your best year. You you nearly hit the ground, but we saved it. Um, yes, but well, I, I was I was less worried about the ground than I was about the ceiling fans. Uh, yeah, that fan was close. Maybe getting closer and closer to. Uh, and and uh, I was just trying. It, it's hard for me to think skinny, but I was trying to think skinny uh with regards to just not getting thrown up that that high it was but it was a lot of fun and i thought really that first year that was it it's over uh everybody's going to forget about it next year and then come on and then i i don't know with all you know me i drinking all this craft beer over these last two years i don't know we might need to get a uh uh i might need to vet the people throwing me up in the air just to see how how strong they are because uh i don't know if i've gotten any uh lighter but uh yeah, it's it's a little scary. Well, well I was going to say, I was going to say, a few of us obviously talk about the fact that everybody's now two years older, so their their baseball skills are two years worse. It'll be interesting to see the first time we throw you up in the air and see if our uh, our catching skills are two two years worse as well. So. All I want is just to be able to vet the people at my head. That's all. Like, just who's catching me at my melon? 
It's a big. I think I think it's going to be uh, if I read correctly, Spencer McRae uh, and only Spencer McRae. And it's usually the guys who participate are usually the guys who have just been sitting around like sipping Pepsi all night, like not really impaired or anything like that. So there's right? nothing to worry about. Yeah. No, yeah. no. Yeah. It's usually the yeah. What you what in the you, world? Yeah. What you don't realize, Charles, is we've screened everybody yeah. throughout <laughs> the evening. We've actually anointed several people that look. You guys That's are good. responsible for safety because the rest of and us I, will jump, I, jump in and we don't know what we're doing. Right. So, and I trust, I trust your vetting yeah. skills. I do. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for how sharing. How many years? So today. how many years now has it been? How, uh, when was the last time we were at stripes? Um, a while ago. I mean, we were at, we were at the, I don't know. I, mean, I don't even know whether it, it became uh St. Louis bar and grill after stripes too. So would we be 10 years. Yeah. I would say close to yeah. it. Yeah. Right in yeah. Yeah. No, it's always good to see the fear in your eyes when when we're about to start it. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's finished, and you and it's true fear. It's not fake fear. It's true fear. I think there's there's more fear in Deb's eyes too. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. She's going out there. She she comes out and and just make sure that everything's fine, just to make sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing and not get distracted by what their responsibilities are. Uh, It's about the feet, more about the head. So. We actually, uh, a few of us were down in Nashville a year ago, a year and a half ago, and, and the song came on and we burst <laughs> into it and we needed a trout substitute. So, uh, you found Lisa, one? Poor Lisa got we the call. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> she said, yeah. Good for her. How did she yeah. feel afterwards? Oh, yeah. I think she was. She a felt great. She said, Name a song after me. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, that's Thank good. Much. So, okay, so we, we kind of Cote hinted on it at the beginning, uh, but we wanted to talk about a night at the Dancing Bear Lounge in Lake Placid. Uh, didn't <laughs> go too well for Trout, is my understanding. Who wants well, to really? Who wants to open up on this one? Babe, you I, got it? Babe? Yeah, you, do, you, do you got that one, babe? No, no. Okay, Johnny you, Johnny, you do it. I can't remember what year. It was in the Hilton, right? Well, it was like early. Tr- like Trout I don't even think it. the cottage was, uh, was even in the mix yet. Oh, there was, there was, oh, yeah, it might have been Jimmy's, might have been Jimmy's, yeah. But somehow we ended up over at the Dancing Bear, which was a nice, nice, uh, like lounge bar slash thing at the they had Hilton, a band too at the Hilton, and they had a they band had a band, they had a stage, and yeah. actually two two famous things happened at the same location. So um, the one was uh, Trout had had a couple drinks and overserved. Um, Again, yeah, yeah, and all day, and like any smart human being, he he decided to grab a nap. You know why not? You know, just rest a little bit. The only problem was he laid down at the entrance to the lounge. <laughs> so the pe- people were coming <laughs> and stepping over him to get into the lounge, or stepping out, or stepping over to get into the or to, out to get to the bathroom. I, I've told everybody you have to listen to your body when you're tired. You you just have yeah. to. So it was a classic. It was a classic. Yeah. Like just you know we had and we just left him there. We're like, where's yeah. he's just sleeping over there. Just yeah. leave him. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I blame I blame the uh, you know. There's some responsibility, I guess, on me, but you know. Bar- bartenders are supposed to take that smart serve course and you know they're not supposed to get patrons you know in that state donnie you know that yeah like you know some responsibility has to be on the uh the bartender oh Maybe. yeah it wasn't your yeah, fault was a, you know, thank you it was all thank you. Fault. You're a victim. I, I think your friend randy <laughs> Sibek was there irking you on <laughs> 
Yeah. But the uh, was that the car bomb night or geez? Oh no, that's oh. another night. That's yeah. another night. Yeah, exactly. But we could have been at the zigzag pizza beforehand too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing that happened at the Dancing Bear Lounge, babe, was the incarnation of the one night guy. Was yeah. That? Was that the Dancing Bear Lounge one night? Yeah. yeah. We we were tearing it up, having a great time on, on the dance floor, just. Just all of us. Nobody else is on the dance floor, but there's eight <laughs> guys from 10 men on the dance floor. And, and brown, brown eyed girl came on and somehow we got going with one eyed guy and Cote was with us and we started giving it the old, you know, and that was it from that point forward. It was yeah. the, yeah. So a bunch of 18 guys jumping around with purple scarves on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> lying with, with the weights of what we, we thought we were thought we on our scarves. Yeah. yeah. I've that still was, got, I've still got oh. mine, Dave. I've still got mine. Yeah, I have mine. No, that's... So going from eyes, so from going from eyes, when I guy, let's talk about your nose, Trout. I'm told something happened in Victoria recently. Yes, uh, I have to thank Coach for sure, sharing that piece of information. Uh, my wife and I took a trip out to uh, Vancouver Island recently, the end of July, and really, really, it was great. Uh, we spent most of the time in Tofino, really, really nice. Spent a couple of days in, in Victoria. We were going out for dinner. Uh, I went to go park the car. Oh, no, we went, I went to go get a, a ticket, uh, to, to put on the dashboard of the car. Um, my wife was waiting, Deb was waiting at the car for me to go get the ticket at the kiosk. Cautionary tale for all those kids listening out there. Make sure you keep your head up when you're walking. Uh, apparently, uh, there was a uh, fairly well-stationed um, construction area that was nearby the kiosk that I, uh, with my head down, kind of walked into, uh, and I hit it with my forehead, and then that triggered something sliding down that kind of sliced the top of my nose, um, which produced quite a bit of blood. Uh, so I'm walking back to the car. And I sometimes, and like, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's pretty bad. And uh, I sometimes get nosebleeds. So I'm walking towards the car and Deb's looking at me. Oh God, he's got another nosebleed. Uh, but then I get a little closer and she's like, holy shit. <laughs> she's like, get in the car. And I'm like, and she had the paper towel, put your head back. You know, I got to take you to the hospital. She was, she's, we're in Victoria. So we don't know where any hospitals are. So she's trying to drive through the city. Uh, using uh, ways to find out the nearest uh, hospital. She Googles Victoria General. Uh, she goes, oh, I think I got it. We think we got it. She, she, she pulls up into Victoria uh, Veterinarian Hospital first. That, You're a trout. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's like, oops. So we went into ways again, and uh, we finally got uh, there and uh, uh, spent a couple hours at Victoria General. They gave me three stitches and uh, yeah, keep your head up, kids. So I got I, two questions. Did you, were you able to get your two bucks back from the parking that you'd paid? And how, <laughs> how was your dinner in Victoria? Uh, did not get the, the money back. And shockingly, we did not continue with dinner that night. So it was a great had, night all around. I washed the dinner. Had you had any beverages during the- That's the thing that bothers me. And perhaps this might have pre- this might have prevented me from getting hurt. I had nothing in my system. 
I would, wife Deb went to me. If only you had some booze in your system, you could have avoided all of this. Yep. I agree 100%. So again, cautionary yeah. tale for all the kids listening out there. Make sure you have a couple of pre-drinks before you go to dinner. Babe, thoughts? Who Who is putting up the signs, Rocky? Like, how, like <laughs> yeah. a normal person, oh, you can walk under a lot of different signs. I go, you know, it's not like you're the tallest guy out here, Trout. No, boxcar no, I'm not. Flew, boxcar flew across the country and said, I'm going to screw <laughs> him up. I don't like he him put to a, start with. He, he put a hit open. on me. Yeah. Boxcar put a hit out on me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, so we, so. we got one more one more quick topic that we wanted to discuss. Uh, it's it's not on your notes, Trout. I know you're panicking a little, but guys are uh, messaging <laughs> us that they want to talk about your wedding. Uh, oh. Sounds like it was a fun fun evening. Uh, yeah. Anybody have any thoughts or comments that they want to say about Trout's wedding? Well, I think Trout should take the lead on this one. I mean, it was. Uh, I don't I know. Where you want I me to go with this time? I, I mean, you can go a lot of different ways, but. You showed my, up late. I know that. My, you showed from, up late, and you made it quite the entry. <laughs> from my perspective, uh, which is probably a little tainted, but I'll give it a shot. And uh, so I flew up from Baltimore to Buffalo uh, in the afternoon, and uh, I was going to catch a ride with Buff and and Denise. And uh, I got there kind of early, and I sat at the at the bar waiting for Buff to get off work and then get his stuff and whatever. And, and so he they came and picked me up and I'd had a couple beverages by then. And then we drove up from Buffalo to, to Toronto and we stopped along the way, a couple of spots too. And just for a quick refresher. And, uh, and then we got to the wedding, which was at where, where was the wedding? The old mill. Old mill. Yeah. Yeah. Classic setup. Right. Beautiful. And we came roaring in. I, I, I think we tried to just tiptoe in. Uh, I don't think you succeeded. Uh, no, <laughs> but uh, I mean, you can take it from there, Trout. Just uh, give the well, audience a you know, description. Yeah. No, you you came in. I think we were in the middle of speeches. I think you. Um, I, I think, if I remember correctly, um, as everybody is walking, watching uh, this gentleman who's kind of walking in the middle of everything, coming up to the podium, uh, asking if you could say a speech. <laughs> it was like politely you know i i think we're good <laughs> i think we're good for speeches tonight yeah <sighs> i think your seat's over there so that was Anyhow. the night that i think re got cut open on the dance floor by a broken beer bottle yeah, yeah. yes yes yeah. her foot I, was uh, cut open i i think i slammed her yeah, or you dropped yeah. the bottle and then she stepped on it and yeah, got herself something. open. And then, and I just remember at the end of the night helping take all the gifts back to oh, that's the best part someone's yes. room. And it was like, if, if, if there was any fragile gifts busted uh, in any, they were busted because seeing you guys bounce we off, bouncing the wall, off the wall, trying yeah. to air quotes, help us bring our gifts back to our room. <laughs> so we go over the, they're all piled <laughs> up in the, in the, off to the side there that at the reception room we go over, we just start grabbing boxes and bags and whatever and we're like okay where do these go well room room whatever it was i mean and that place has a lot of winding halls yeah. it looks like it's, it's, it looks like it's very shining. confusing very it's shining you know? It's, you know very confusing yeah <laughs> i had something in my hands that didn't make it 10 steps without it falling into the no. wall or, nope or, nope <laughs> it's it's 
I, I do recall. Now, I wasn't there for this. After the wedding, apparently, a lot of you, and I don't know, Cote, if you were there, there was a bunch of you that went to Apache Burger. Oh, yes. I was going to mention that. That's and then Donnie, go Donnie got into an argument with the owner <laughs> where the line used to be for Apache Burger. You were certain. Well, well I was, I'm still sure. wasn't as to where the line used to be. They did the a renovation. They did a renovation. And I was trying to tell the guy the line used to go this way. And then when we got there, it was going the other way. And I'm like, you know, this isn't right. <laughs> and I think a and bunch some, of people stayed at the Valhalla on 27th, yes, yes, if uh, I'm yes, correct, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but I do remember going to Apache Burger and no one was sober. We were just gibbled. It was beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes. That was a great wedding. That was a ton. It of was fun. a good wedding. And then uh, I think the wedding that was next door. So in, in the old mill, there's obviously there's various rooms and, and that. So our, our wedding was, you know, I, I think it was going well. Uh, and I guess there was a couple of visitors that came over from the other wedding. Yeah, we danced. Them. So. Uh, we we told them. I don't we think told we, them. Where you go? one of us in the screen got on the microphone and told them to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Is that what happened? I think so. I don't. I don't remember that part. <laughs> if you're not part of this wedding, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and they left. I bet they did. Uh, I think they did. Yeah. Poor, poor Deb. What a what yeah, a good sport. Deb. What a good sport. Was, she, was. she was good. She yeah. she enjoyed herself. It was good. That's great stuff. If she wasn't indoctrinated by then, she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she loves Don. The, the whole family. And again, like it's coming full circle. Like it just uh the whole family just loves it. It's just uh you go there, it's family, everybody feels comfortable, whether it's you know the oldest. You know, Scarlett, uh, the Elizabeth and Caroline and the youngest Scarlett and Liam, um, you know, are, it, it's a family thing, right? You got to get Liam to play. He, he is. He wants to play. So next Good. time we have a Dom day, he's, he's going to be playing. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's been on the rookie list for two years now, but unfortunately yeah. we have this uh, pandemic going on. There's a real a few... player from the High Park area. Good. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Donnie's, Donnie's going to need to start thinking of a nickname and get it to him quickly. Uh, yeah. That way he doesn't have another Maryland visit, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe we'll go, like I said, we'll go down and get a few nicknames on the board. Um, all right, Trout. So we're going to get into final, final thoughts in, in just a second, but just kind of, you know, before we get into your final thoughts, any, any kind of favorite Dom Day memory that you just want to share? Like if I were to say what jumps out, out at you as a favorite Dom Day memory, anything come to mind? Um, favorite Dom Day memory. Um, honestly, the, uh, you know, I've, I've only won three times, but the one that I won uh, with uh, the tarts where I think it was talked about in another episode where Futes couldn't be there and Chevy was the original coach. And then uh, <laughs> uh, Donnie and, uh, and uh, Kinger took over um, and I was on that team. That was, that was hilarious. Like it, it was just classic uh, Dom day. Um the, the theatrics of, of uh, everything that was planned worked out perfectly and, and being on that team and just, just being part of the, that was probably uh, one of the funniest moments uh, in Dom day. And, and there's one moment that stands out. That's that, that team. And, and that, so. Great stuff. So Trey, we're going to, we're going to wrap it up here. Why don't you give us some final thoughts on, on Dom day? Uh, just really, really uh, humbled to be part of this. <clears throat> Is uh, incredible to, to to be you know first on my own and now with my own family being part of it. 
um, it's amazing. And just seeing, uh, even though I haven't been there since the beginning, just seeing the evolution of this tournament uh, from just being a baseball tournament to now, you know, doing all the charity work that's going on and seeing the kids um, running it and, and, and that it's, um, you know, there, there's very few things on the calendar during the year that we're like, no, we're not doing anything that weekend. And, and uh, this is one of them. Uh, and that's the whole family. And it's, it's great. Just, uh, you know, uh, honored to be part of it. Uh, thanks. Another shout out to Futes for uh, getting the original Utes into this. And, uh, um, you know, just, uh, just a pleasure to be part of it. Stuff. Cote, final thoughts. Uh, Dave Trout is a real unique guy and he's become a very, very close friend. And, and we've done, you know, hung out a bunch of times away from, from Dom day and all that type of thing. I think a couple of things stand out about Trout. One, he probably has spent the most money on cabs of anybody who has <laughs> ever played in Dom day of taking a cab from Remo's back to high park or the next day back from his home because he left his car back there. So I'll give him full credit that way because he's always enjoyed spending money. He couldn't be a more interchangeable individual as a, as his day profession, a well-regarded educator in the area of Toronto. And by weekend, who else would show up at breakfast in Lake Placid with the puke on his shirt from the night before and not even be concerned about it. So it's a guy like that, that that's why I'm glad he's my friend. So can't say enough good things about Dave Trout. Um, he's an awesome guy. He has a wonderful family. Uh, and uh, I look forward to many more years of hopefully getting back to Lake Placid, but for certainly Dom Day and everything else. So glad to have you on, bud. Good to see you. Thank you. Although I didn't see the puke thing on the agenda. I look at, you know, the youths that came in and, you know, we needed that injection at, at that time. And it was great. You know, the, the guys that Futes brought in and, and Trotsky was one of the best. I mean, the fact that you went so long without a nickname is shocking, but I, I remember, you know, a couple of things, you know, my mom saying to me, the one, I think it was your first year. She said, uh, that boy over there who's bright red should put, uh, should get out of the sun. I said, it's not going to happen. Mom, don't worry about it. And then it was, uh, you know, after meeting Trout and, you know, getting to know him and you go, boy, I wonder what he does. Cause you don't often talk to guys at Dom Day what they do. Cause you don't want to find out sometimes. Uh, but it was, oh, he's a teacher. And I'm going, our youth are in good hands. I can't wait to see these kids grow up. But no, he's one of the great guys, as Cote said, and it's so good to have him as, you know, a friend and as part of Dom Day. And as I said, it's one of those things where, you know, the friendship of Mike Feud leads you to another friendship, which leads you to another friendship. And and that's a unique thing about Dom Day. If, if they're friends of guys from Dom Day, typically they'll become your friends too. Donnie, final thoughts? Yeah, I think with Trout, he, you know, he's one of the guys what when I look at him, I, I just start to giggle and I, I don't know what it is. It's just, I, it's always been that way. I mean, from when I first met him, uh, I, I just, I mean, he makes me laugh so much and just, uh, just his mannerisms and the way he goes about his, his business. And, uh, he, he just, he's just a treat. Like he just, he just makes me laugh. I mean, it's just, it's just great. And I love chatting with him and, uh, and uh, we do some stupid texting stuff a lot uh, that really 
is is good. Uh, at least yeah. I get a good kick out of it, and it does. So do again, I. it's just not about anything. It's just in the middle of the day. I get a text from Trout saying, "Hi, Mike. How are you?" And then I'll I'll text back saying, "I'm fucking busy." You know, whatever. We just go we go back and forth on these stupid things, and then a month goes by with nothing. You know, and then all of a sudden, so. He just, you know, he's always been a fun guy and, and a great fit, right? And like Babe was saying, Futes, when Futes brought him in, he knew he was bringing in, <laughs> in a winner. And then what I think of, too, is like when his, when, when Deb came along and his family came along, they blended in so well. And they, and they just seemed, right from the get-go, they just seemed to enjoy it so much, right? And that's what, that's what I like about Domde the most is all the families and how they enjoy, you know, the ones that are still around, the ones that didn't enjoy it are gone. But just right for the get-go, Deb, Deb was right into it. And she certainly seemed to enjoy all, all the guys and all the other families and, and your kids. And it's just great to see them every year, you know. And so this guy's been a valuable addition uh, to the folklore of 10 men and of Dom Day. And, and we're real lucky, lucky to have him and his family as a part of it. Thanks. That's great stuff. And and just final thoughts for me. I mean, like I said, I was a, a member of that school of fish team. I, I still think we, Sorry. Uh, we definitely got, no, I think that team was pretty good. I mean, if you believe the graded draft now, I have to take myself in the seventh round. The fact that you got me in the 10th was a steal back then. So steal. we should have been a lot better than, uh, than we are. If you believe the graded draft, of course, but no, that was a fantastic team. I had a lot of fun, despite the fact that I think it was my third year and I was still looking for a playoff win in, in, in my Dom Day career. Um, but no, Again, awesome team. sorry. I know. Don't worry, Trout. I, we forgive you. It would be awesome to have the School of Fish back. Um, but just in general, I mean, the guys hit on it. Trout's a, a fantastic guy, always willing to have a laugh, always willing to, uh, you know, give some some feedback and some counsel. I mean, over the last two years, he's been a guy as well that we've reached out to for his opinion on stuff. So, um, just, just like the guy said, a class individual and, and a huge part of the tournament. And, you know, hopefully, uh, we eventually get back to the field and that, that rookie debut for, for, uh, your stepson will be, will be, uh, will come to fruition sooner rather than yeah. later. So, um, looking forward to that. Anyways, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, be sure to like rate and subscribe to the Dom Day's Tales podcast and look forward to seeing you guys again. You know you make me wanna kick my heels up and throw my hands up and throw my hands back and come on now, don't forget to say you will, don't forget to say yeah 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 yeah, say you will, say it right now baby, say you will, come on come on, say you will, say that yeah, say you will, say that you love me, say.